Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family seen a spook, spectre or ghost? Well if so, this might just be the podcast for you. Welcome to my spooky island. The wind whistles and the thunder crashes around my log cabin as every other Tuesday I talk about ghosts. So this is the call to arms. Go find me on Instagram at Spooky Island Radio or find me anywhere you can get your podcasts like Apple Music and Spotify. What's good, everybody? I'm Brian. And I'm Ashley. And together we are the Killer Print of View podcast where every Tuesday we give you horror movie content. And on Thursdays, we discuss a thriller along with a true crime case. So be sure to check us out. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Caro. And this is The Paranormal State of Mind. Alright guys, so as always, we want to start off by thanking Bree from Sensitive Ghoul. Um, she did our little thumbnail for our picture, and uh, she's got an Instagram at Sensitive Ghoul, so check her out. She has t-shirts, monthly subscription boxes, um, pretty much all horror related or, you know, some kind of spookiness. So like I said, check her out. Also, if you want to, email us at a Paranormal State of Mind podcast if you want to send out some stories that would be super awesome super cool because at this point i feel bad that we're not giving you guys anything um also email us or if you know me personally text me and let me know how do you like our goosebump threads where we're just kind of like bullshitting so if you don't like it that's fine just let us know just say it nicely and we'll probably just stop doing those episodes and make this a bi-weekly podcast um until maybe we do get more than like 10 listeners and then those <laughs> those other people might want to send us stories but let us know um and finally um one of my friends has called me out for not thinking my dear dear husband for um you know saying thank you so much for writing the intro song you worked so hard those 10 whole minutes <laughs> You're so talented. How did somebody like me end up with you? It's truly what I want to know. Like, um, God really broke the mold for you. The sincerity mm, in your it voice. Did. It's rich. I'm just kidding. I do love my husband. <laughs> and I do feel lucky to have him. But um, I did thank Tristan one time, a long time ago. And you know who you are. You just weren't listening, evidently. So, <laughs> by the way, my husband didn't complain, guys. as one of my friends. But anyways, there's my little spiel and tidbit. Um, this week we are going to be going to Minnesota, Mm -hmm. so Caro is going to start us off with some Minnesota facts, and also, this is their first week of telling their own story. They're going to do amazing. (laughs) Um, I'm really excited, so everybody give them good feedback. That's super sweet of you, Michelle, um, but also prepare to be underwhelmed but it's, it's totally cool i'm excited to share what's well, um, your first story so it's, if it's, it's not it's gonna be short and sweet for you guys that's okay yeah yeah and hopefully you know like it's it's very accessible article so you guys can read up and you know do your own fun research as well but i will definitely provide some fun stuff for you to learn so anyway so venturing to minnesota we got some facts first okay so abbreviation for minnesota is mn st paul is the capital right uh, it is known as the land of 10,000 lakes. 
It is also home of uh, the Mall of America, which is the largest shopping mall in uh, the U.S. In America. Oh, in, in, in America. <laughs> it's uh, incredible, right? And then uh, it has uh, quite the range of celebrities, right? So we have Vince Vaughn, mm. Josh Harnett, mm. Winona Ryder, yeah. yeah, yeah, Sean William Scott. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we love Sean William Scott. Jessica Lange. Uh, she's 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 pretty for an older lady. <laughs> we got Bob Dylan. No, he's he could sing to me, but. I love how this celebrity list is like just being responded to on a list of hotness right now. <laughs> like, what are our standards here? Uh, we have Jessica Beale. Uh, she has like she gives me a bitchy vibe, and I don't know why. Really? Ever since Seventh Heaven, I was like, mm. for real. But I did love her in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, oh, okay. but she is a beautiful woman. It's yeah, just something gorgeous. about her. Yeah. yeah, JT did her dirty. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know either, honestly. I just know (laughs) they're married, I think. (laughs) They were. I don't know if they still are. He did her so dirty by marrying her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she she can do better. But anyway, we got F. Scott Fitzgerald. He was not a hottie, guys. I Googled him. (laughs) He he was not hitting on much. No, uh, definitely not the hot celebrity list, you guys. This is a variety. Of celebrities from Minnesota. Uh, last but not least that we have on the list is Judy Garland. Now, she was a babe, yeah, for she sure. Was. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, she was special. So, there you go, guys. That's the facts from Minnesota. Um, and I'm going to segue, I suppose, into the first opening story for our, our Minnesota trip here. Do your um, best, Minnesota. <laughs> Let me hear you do Minnesota. Honestly, I never really think about Minnesota, so this was Dude, very... What do you think they would sound like saying it? <laughs> Minnesota? That's how I feel. Um, Sorry if you're from Minnesota, I, I, I don't mean to insult people from Minnesota, because I know I'm going to do, like, a terrible <laughs> accent. But, like, I just pictured them saying, like, or, like, talking about tapioca a lot. Like they'd be like, oh, that tapioca is really good. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I saw a movie that was supposedly, like, based from Minnesota. Like, Wait. a girl is, like, I think it's called New in Town. Uh, is that so familiar? Anyway, no. there's a lot of tapioca talk Our in there. Our movie tastes are completely different, though. Well, so. this was, like, forever ago that I watched it. It um, came out ages ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think it had... Uh, Harry Connick Jr. in it or something? I don't know. You lost yeah. me. I'm sorry. It's been a hot minute. Anyway, they talked about tapioca quite a bit, guys, and that's what I just <laughs> think about. First thing when I think about Minnesota is tapioca. I don't know. Anyway, so, um, and uh, my source can be found in link uh, on our Spotify uh, if you guys want to follow up with what I have researched. Um, but anyway, so the, the subject right here uh, I'm going to talk about is um, pretty much what makes... Um, uh, pretty much Minnetona, uh, Minnetona, Minnesota, <laughs> Minnetona, you guys, that's a that's fun, anyway, <laughs> um, how it is the Halloween capital of, uh, the world, and I did not know this until just recently. I want to live there. You would? I would. Just because it's the Halloween capital? I just don't want to live in North Carolina anymore. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to live in the South. Okay. Uh, the heat is torturing me. And plus, could you terrible. imagine living in somewhere that celebrates Halloween that hard? That hard, yeah. Be exciting. It's, it's legit. Like, they actually have a roundabout that's, like, in the shape of, like, a jack-o'-lantern. <gasps> yeah. And it's, like, I mean, I'm sure they have, like, costume shops, like, available all the time. Aww, How cool would that be? That would be a dream. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Um, but anyway, so this is in uh, Anoka, Minnesota. 
Um, and Anoka, Minnesota, uh, as the capital uh, of Halloween area of the world, we have... Uh, it started back in 1919, actually. Well, it started after the Halloween of 1919 because there were some crazy pranksters uh, during that time period, evidently. And... Uh, <laughs> They were, like, putting, like, wagons on the roofs of houses and, like, like letting their cows roam around, like, the streets. It was a wild time. People were throwing chickens off of, like, buildings. Aww, yeah, see, ter- that's like, just animal that's, abuse. That's Other just things are just being a douchebag it teenager. But... <laughs> legit, legit. Like, it's it's insane. Um, but they were just like, oh, these are some pranksters, you know. Um, oh, and they were also, like, tipping over at houses. How do you tip that for a whole house? Oh, outhouse. Out oh, house. I thought you said a house. <laughs> <laughs> no, hopefully not a house. Um, that would be like the worst prank ever. Oh, man, yeah, my house. no, outhouse would be disgusting. Yeah, definitely. So they were doing all this crazy, you know, shenanigans and whatnot. And and so, like, you know, some town council people of Anoka were like, hey, let's put a stop to this. Let's distract them so that way they don't, like, F up the town. Exactly. And so they ended up doing, like, this whole, like, festival parade they had different activities to distract kids and that's, that's awesome that's what they did and that's what, how it kicked off um the huge like widely accepted uh, notion of halloween because i feel like halloween would be really taboo to celebrate yeah. back then yeah i mean i don't know so what year did you say this was Do you remember? 1919 1919 yeah. so this was the awakening especially in the u.s like the 18 late 1800s and early 1900s where like spiritualism was a big thing mm. so i could see kind of how they went that way mm-hmm. um but honestly i guess it would depend like in the south it definitely was a thing but spiritualism was really big up north. I know this is like more Midwest, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, in the South, I can see this for sure not being a yeah. thing. Yeah, wouldn't be picked up so fast. Christians are not hot on Halloween, guys. <laughs> they still aren't. You know, um, I never went trick or treating until I had my son. I went to fall festivals, but mm-hmm. I never went trick or treating until how old was I? Twenty eight. Wow. Yeah. For real. For real. Wow. I went to fall festivals. I was allowed yeah. to dress up. Yeah. You know. Oh, okay. Well, it's fun. As long as you can dress up. Yeah. That's like. A huge part of it. But we were never... I don't know if just because we live in, like... I hate this word because I can't say it. Rural? Royal? Yeah, rural. Rural. I, rural, rural. <laughs> See, I, don't ask me how to say that. A rural <laughs> area. Um, so I don't know if it's just because there was really nowhere to go. But it's hard to tell because I also wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter or watch Harry Potter growing up. So, you know, and uh, we have my four-year-old kind of playing D&D right now, mm-hmm. which is badass, guys. Um... <laughs> And my mom's like, mm, is that a good idea? I'm like, uh, yeah, I think so. She's like, well, you know. I'm like, I don't know, Mom. <laughs> so it's almost like satanic panic era happening mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. But anywho, that was way off subject. Um, but yeah, so at the time, I think spiritualism was a little bit more acceptable than even it is today. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of getting yeah. back there today. But, yeah. you know, when we were growing up, that was just re- very taboo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I think uh, that's probably why it was mm-hmm. so acceptable back then. Yeah. It's an awesome way instead of just feeling, you know what, we're going to punish all these kids. Let's just throw them a big party. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's awesome. Right. It really is. Like, what a cool tactic that would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and for them to just be like, you know, why why shame all the tomfoolery when we can just redirect that creative energy? But you they should have beat up the kids who threw the chickens off the roof. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not cool, guys. Uh, although they're long gone now, but... It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. Just but... find their ghost. <laughs> Summon their ghost. Summon and, the ghost. And then verbally abuse it if you need to. <laughs> 
they're gonna get a real tongue lashing. Um, but yeah, basically, like that's just really cool that they were able to like, hey, this is a problem for the town, mm-hmm. causing total chaos. Let's just make something up and yeah. go with it. And it and it every year. Well, besides, I think it was nineteen forty two and forty three because of World War Two. They couldn't do it those years. I'm but, sure COVID, um, they couldn't do it that year either. Yeah, I'm sure COVID yeah. probably had, like, halted it a little bit too. Ugh. But um, I wonder if they ended up having some issues like with people like pulling pranks last year. I don't year. think so. I mean, well, that was two years ago, by the way. But, oh, my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it's 2022. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like everybody was so afraid of catching COVID. I'm mm-hmm. sure there were some assholes out there. But, you know, I feel like... Everybody's just tired. There's aliens not being talked about. We had yeah. killer hornets or whatever the fuck it whatever was. Whatever it was. You know, yeah. and then we had COVID. So I feel like they're like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's just stop being as dickish, you mm-hmm. know? I feel yeah. like I'm hoping that was the case. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I, if anybody works or lives there and wants to pay for us to fly there <laughs> and give us a place to stay, I would love to visit, you know? Yeah, give um, us the rundown. Of maybe when happening. I start working eventually next mm-hmm. year. And then I can have money, and maybe we could do a trip there one year. That'd be that'd really be, cool. That'd be really cool, yeah. Because, yeah. um, like, they, I think I was also watching some, like, newsreels. I'm not sure how current they were, honestly. I think they were, like, maybe a couple years ago. Like, it was, of course, before the pandemic. But it was, like, they were having, like, five parades a day or something. What? Yeah. Like, That's Like, to awesome. celebrate Halloween. I was, like, these people are serious. It seriously sounds like a dream. Right? Yeah. There's this little town, so on the way to where my grandpa lives it's called Waxhaw it's mm-hmm. in North Carolina mm-hmm. and we always want to stop but it's this tiny tiny little town and they had a shop that had like old vintage Halloween mask in it uh-huh. and I'm like oh, if we uh-huh. wouldn't have been in the car for two hours and yeah. had another three hours I would stop right. one day I'm going to stop um, mm-hmm. and I want to see the store because it had mm-hmm. all these cool vintage masks and yeah. I was like oh this is so cute yeah. and it's got this like cool little like they took their railroad station which railroad mm-hmm. the train does still come through there but they mm-hmm. turn into this like little restaurant thing mm-hmm. it's really really cute that is really cool so I can imagine I get so excited about that one little thing in North Carolina <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. I can imagine being uh, in a, like a true Halloween town right to be immersed in it like that yeah. and for everyone to be down for it that's mm-hmm. dope um yeah, but, like, people literally just moved there because it's the, you know, Halloween capital of the world. They're like, we love Halloween. We want to be around it all the time. I want to move there. Yeah. I want to go I, if, right now. <laughs> Your dreams can come true, Michelle. I believe Maybe you. when I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Also, if you guys hear noises, it's my squeaky chair. I need to oil it up some. Okay. I, I didn't even notice it. But now there I do. Go. Go and get the sound out now. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, guys, so that's my tidbit of uh, learning about the Halloween capital uh, in Anoka, uh, Minnesota. So hope that you enjoyed it and learned something. And yeah, if you visited or if you lived there, then like give us a shout out. Tell us how the experience was for you. Um, it looks cute. Yeah, so. send us pictures. I want to see yeah, pictures. Yeah, I'm, for uh, sure. I'm going to, whenever we go to air this, you guys will already hear this. If you go to our Instagram, I'm going to post some pictures of it that mm. I will Google. So check that out. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But if you have any personal pictures, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So if you hear a little bit of clicking, it is because my computer is being mirrored. But today, what I'm going to talk about, Caroline, 
don't look at my writing okay. style because I'm gonna be honest with you, the fact that you're an author and you're really good at writing makes me feel so bad about no. the fact that I'm so bad at it. Oh my gosh. So don't judge me. Please. I do let my little computer correct me when I need it's to. It's fine. That's what I do too. Okay. <laughs> I think a lot of people do that. We're recording in person. Um, yeah, we're together. Other than interviews, we've uh-huh. never done that. Yeah, um, so this is this is fun and new for us. But um, I would never judge your writing okay. style, Michelle. I feel very nervous. Uh, you're, don't. You're an author right now. So. <laughs> um, but anyways, so what I'm going to talk about has been, just kidding, has been spotted in many places. But since we are in the beautiful state of Minnesota, we're going to talk Uh, We're going to go up north about this horrifying creature that has been spotted in the roaming forest. So when I say it's been spotted, it's mainly in up north and like lower Canada. That's where this creature is spotted. Mm -hmm. I will give a trigger warning and say that this story does have to do with a creature that rhymes with indigo. But you just need to add the W. I'm going to say it here in a second just in case anybody's confused. So if you don't want to hear it, I know it's offensive to some people. It is Wendigo. So... That's what we're talking about today. Um, Every time I say it, I will just say indigo from here on out. Um, Also, there are a ton of indigenous tribal words and names that I am 100% going to get wrong. So I apologize. I did try to look up how to say them, but I already forgot. So (laughs) I'm sorry. Don't judge me. I'm trying my best. Um, I'm not good with other languages. I'm not good with words. I'm not aware of saying. Um, as you can tell, I can't say whore correctly or <laughs> trory or royal. Rural. Rural. That sounds good. Rural. <laughs> I had to get a whole other voice. Um, I also felt Spanish in high school, so thank God for sign language. I don't remember that, though, so, you know, just, just bear with me. Um, so, the legend of indigos originated in indigenous tribes and it's now a popular known folklore or is it dun 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 mm-hmm. suspense yeah there are slight variations of descriptions of the indigo but these are the ones that stay around the same they are abnormally tall gauntly skinny with long limbs reeks of dead flesh has dark colored skin a lipless mouth sharp teeth horns of a deer and can usually have human bones hanging off of it or maybe around its face and glowing eyes, sometimes said to be white or red. It is says that when an indigo is near that you will be able to smell its stench. Maybe you'll feel an iciness come over, come over you or you'll just have an uneasy feeling of being watched. I actually found two websites called, one of them is called Legends of America and the other one's called All That's Interesting. And they both had a quote from someone who knows the legend and also has possibly seen one. I couldn't figure that out. It seems mm-hmm. like she had seen one, but I'm not 100% sure. Oh, yeah. So here's what she said. The indigo was gaunt to the point of emaci- emaciation. It is... What's that work here? Desiccated. Okay. It's desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against the skin, its complexion of ash gray, the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into the sockets. The indigo looked like a giant skeleton recently dis- disearthed from the grave. I made that word up because that's not what she said, but I can't. I don't know what she said. Um, what lips it had were tattered and bloody. Its body was unclean and suffering from superatrous separations 
of the flesh, giving off strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. And that was from Basil Johnson, the Ojibwe teacher and scholar, which that is a tribe, by the way, I believe in Ontario, Canada, but I can be wrong about the place, but it's definitely a tribe. So the cool thing about this creature is that there is a bit of an origin story, which is very rare. Um, it is believed to start with a man who is known to be a legendary hunter. He became lost in the brutally cold winter, and when he finally came across another person, he devoured them, which turned him to the beast known as the Indigo. He, now, he is now doomed to walk the forest in the cold winter months looking for more humans to feast on. Like I said before, there are different variations of the Indigo. Some say it's unnaturally fast, and some say it moves as if its body is falling apart. Either way, it doesn't really matter because it doesn't need to come get you. It will mimic human voices and lure you away deep into the woods. And when you're confused and turn around, it will devour you. Mm, so, um, I didn't type this up, but some people, so really after like the early 1920s, there's not been that many spottings, but people say mm -hmm. they they have seen it. But mm -hmm. a lot of people, and it could be other creatures, but... A lot of people say that, like, in the woods, they can hear somebody calling their name. And it will also almost mimic a voice of somebody they may have just been with. Mm. So, even if it's not this. Mm -hmm. um, especially, like, where we live at, in the mountain areas. Yeah. If you're outside and you hear your name, just run. <laughs> run away. Don't respond. If it's somebody's like, help me, help me, call the cops. Just go inside. <laughs> they don't need your help that bad. You know, that reminds me of, um, did you watch Midnight Mass? Actually, yeah, you told me yeah, about Midnight Mass. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, was it the first or two, like first mm -hmm. episode or the whenever second the, one? Whenever the door. He, like, yeah, he opens the door and he hears that voice and mm -hmm. he's like, stop playing that prank on me, you know? Yeah. It's like, so this is kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. If you hear the voice, just go away. Yeah. Just be like, okay, mentally, here's where I was. I'll call, like, mm -hmm. a forest ranger and mm -hmm. get out of there. Because, um, yeah, that's that's mm -hmm. possibly the old indigo coming to get you. Chills. Um, the other side of legend is about the same, but instead of eating you, it will turn you into a monster as well, and you will now feel the desire for human flesh. One of the most infamous cases of an indigo possessing someone is a story of Swift Runner. Swift Runner, Swift Runner was a father of six, and in the winter of 1878, his family was starving to death, and unfortunately, his eldest son died. Swift Runner ended up eating his son and later killed and ate the rest of his family. He later admitted to his crimes, but claimed that it was due to the indigo possessing him. I wish you could see Kara's face right now. Also, I didn't write this, but this was in the article. Mm -hmm. It's a really good article, guys. Read mm -hmm. it. Um, but they're talking about how at this time this was actually happening so much to so many different tribes. Um, For real? In, like, upper Minnesota and, uh -huh. like, lower Canada. Yeah, there was, like, oh a ton God. of different tribes that this was happening to. It, maybe it possibly was in the same tribe, but different. Uh -huh. I don't know how that works, but different families uh -huh. in the tribes where this has happened multiple times and people wow. are blaming it on the indigo. Right. Um, oh, my God. And I'll go, back, I'll go into something else, too, but there's also, like, a mental thing that goes into this where they mm -hmm. actually use I'll tell you in a second I'm gonna explain it to you in a second okay. um that was my chair guys <laughs> um let's see where was I oh another infamous story that goes along with the indigo is that of an OG Cree chief and medicine man named Jack Fiddler now if you're a chief and a medicine man you are looked upon very highly in mm -hmm. the 
in the tribe Mm -hmm. um, or your community. He claimed to have killed over 14 indigos. And with the panic slash hysteria of the late 1800s and early 1900s of this creature, he became someone many people called on when their loved ones were dying or very ill. Mm. So they would call him to kill Mm. people who were very ill because they were afraid they were dying. And I don't understand why they thought he was going to turn into, they were going to turn into indigo because pretty much with the indigo, you're either going to have a desire for flesh Mm -hmm. or you're going to be a very selfish and greedy person. Mm. So I don't know why so many people thought their families were going to turn into this creature. But at the time, like I said, I think it's kind of of like a kind Mm -hmm. of how we had the satanic panic. I think it's Mm -hmm. the same thing with, you know, in these different, I mean, it's their own religions and their Mm -hmm. own beliefs, you know? Mm -hmm. So, right. Um, let's see. They were requested. They killed their loved ones before they had a chance to turn into the creature. Jack claimed that his own brother, Peter, had turned into an indigo and had to be executed by Jack himself. Jack was later arrested, but took his life instead of facing life in prison. His other brother was also arrested. I'm not sure exactly why, Mm -hmm. um, but he was later acquitted, but Mm -hmm. he died before he could get out of jail, like three days before he got out, but he was sentenced life to prison and life to prison. But then they found out, I guess they found out he wasn't really involved in it, Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, he still ended up dying in prison, unfortunately. That's so um, wild. But I am going to wrap this up. And I thought I'll tell you that something they called, something that I was just talking about, it's called indigo psychosis. And psychologists say that people who crave human flesh mm-hmm. have this. So that's what they call. Ooh. And there are people who actually crave human flesh. Really? Yeah. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So cannibalism's not like a huge thing right now. Mm-hmm. There's some people, like I was listening to somebody who killed... I think it's like 2015 or something like that in Germany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he killed and ate somebody. For real? Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, what a tough way to go. Yeah. Oh. And then I also, this is really gross, but it's somebody had to have their toe amputated or their foot. Mm-hmm. And they decided to have a dinner party and all these people decided to eat mm. their foot. <sighs> Because oh. he wanted to know what it tastes like. No. And I was like, what if you got a taste for it? What the hell are you going to do now? <laughs> and now you're like, mm, I will never have a foot again. You know what I mean? So there's like two options. It's going to be disgusting and you fucked up and you just ate your own foot. Mm. Or now you got a taste for it and you're going to have to become a killer. Wow. To eat foot again. Wow. So. It could be like her star in a preacher. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever finish Preacher? I'm like two episodes away from being uh, done. I'm so You guys, close. you should check out Preacher. I'm sure most people have. It's a little sacrilegious, so if that offends you, don't watch it. Um, but if you're okay with that sort of thing, definitely check it out. Yeah, it's hilarious. So good. Um, and... But yeah, basically like just being fed your own, your own flesh and yeah. not knowing. And then you're like, hmm, maybe I might like this. Mm-hmm. Satisfying. So I know this is a little bit shorter episode, but this is Kara's first time working on a thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's it for us. We've got a whole marathon of recording. <laughs> um, so we are going to, I'm also going to be a little tipsy for one of these episodes. It's going to be a real surprise for you guys. I love how you're just like one of these episodes. <laughs> Guess which one? Not this one. <laughs> it will happen. It might be before this. You'll know. You'll, you'll yeah, feel I, it. You're I'm like, sure you'll be able to understand. What's her, what's her issue? <laughs> So, we appreciate you listening. Mm-hmm. Also, happy freaking Halloween, guys. It is October yeah. now. And um, you'll probably see this already, but 
it's 31 days of Halloween, so we are putting out a little short yeah. episode every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still doing our normal episodes, but I hope you enjoy it, and we will scare you later. Scare you later.